So the question is, how do women like us, age 50 plus, and dealing with high blood pressure, high blood sugars, and rising cholesterol levels, how do we keep our health numbers under control while we're trying to squeeze all the goodness we can from our life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I uncover the secrets of living a plant-based lifestyle, including how to avoid taking medicine simply by eating whole foods, shed the extra fluff around your middle without being hungry or joining a gym, make big lifestyle changes even if you think you have no willpower, eat food you love with no portion control. Let's get your doctor to say, wow, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. All this without meds or restrictive dieting. I'm Robin Wong, and welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to No Pills, No Hunger. This is Robin Wong, and this is episode 114. I hope you're having a great day. I had a great morning. I did a walk and talk um, with um, a friend, actually a friend that I was helping uh, her with her um, her health. She has diabetes. And so, you know, that's what I do. And uh, so we hadn't caught up for a while. And so we got together and did a walk and we talked and got caught up on uh, how things are going for her. And so she is still... She's off all of her medications, and which is a wonderful thing, and uh, feeling good. She's feeling good. We had some talks about, you know, the difference in her blood sugar numbers between her CGM and finger prick, and just and and that happens, and and talked about that, and just various other stuff. But one of the things I took away from her is that uh, she was super busy at work and doing stuff. That you know, sometimes it's hard to prepare um, whole foods, right? We we get busy, we're tired. She cooks for herself. And so the motivation sometimes at the end of the day is, is what she said is, is as easy to cook for five as it is to cook for one when you consider the cleanup and the, you know, the buying the food, the preparing the food, the, you know, cleanup of the food. And it's so like, I get her point. It, it is true, but it's like, well, go ahead and cook for five because then you can have leftovers, right? <laughs> and so you can freeze some of it or you don't have to cook again another night. So that's kind of that idea. So, but still the point was, is just some nights she just didn't have the energy to cook. And so she had had some um, meals that were less than optimal for good health. And, uh, and what she told me is that, you know, I'm trying to think what she had. I think she had a hamburger and French fries. And she said, oh, it tasted good. It really did. It tasted good going down. But then she was miserable afterwards. Okay. Miserable afterwards physically. And, uh, and so she said, you know, it goes to show you that when you eat, um, you know, really good foods and um, she used the term clean food. So I mean, which I took that to mean more uh, foods you cooked, more whole foods, right? That your body gets used to that. And so really what it is, is she's just hungry and needs to eat. And so when she chooses, she can, she could have chosen 
you know, whole foods and vegetables and been as happy as she did choosing a hamburger and French fries. And she would have felt a lot better with choice A with the, the vegetables, right? And so it's really having her see this and kind of, you know, it, you have to go through this. That's the point, okay, I'm trying to make is that you have to have these moments of trying those foods and really checking in. What I loved about what she told me was that meant that she was paying attention. She was checking with how do I feel afterwards? And um, she told me that wasn't a conscious act. She just felt really lousy and she noticed that. She didn't really like say, hmm, how do I feel? Instead she goes, oh, you know, again, she got bloated. She ended up getting somewhat constipated and just all these things that, um, were residual and very sluggish. She felt very sluggish after eating that. And she hadn't had those feelings for a really long time when she had been eating um, a more healthful diet. So uh, she did notice that she was starting to rely a lot on, uh, she used the word carbs, which I, when I probed a little deeper, I, it was more like whole wheat pastas and, you know, the more um, the grain products. Okay. And you know, we talk about how she could have made that healthier. Like, uh, you know, she could have had her whole wheat pasta with her sauce and then definitely add vegetables to that. They can be frozen vegetables. They can, I mean, I don't cook pasta unless I have, you know, broccoli and spinach. And last night, actually, so funny, last night I had pasta as well and the whole grain noodles and then uh, used asparagus and red bell pepper and mushrooms. And I think had a leafy green in there as well. I, I, sauteed all that in vegetable broth and then, uh, you know, put my pasta, my sauce, and then put that all on top. It was not only beautiful, uh, it was so filling and so delicious. So, um, so there's ways to do it. Okay. And if you don't have the fresh veggies, have them frozen in your freezer. Okay. So I share this with you to kind of, it helps me to talk to uh, people that are trying this lifestyle and trying to manage their diabetes, eating whole foods and, and get the feedback because, you know, after I left her, I went to the grocery store and I was getting my own groceries. I was doing a big shop because I haven't done that for a while. I've been kind of using all my pantry staples to kind of throw meals together uh, because of my schedule. I've been busy. And so I need to kind of restock and I needed to regroup. And I really wanted, I had some time this weekend. I want to prepare for the week. So I don't have to keep doing that because, um, you know, I, I don't, I feel a little out of sorts when I'm like, oh, I come home with, you know, we, I've worked from eight to eight and come home and like, okay, I got to cook dinner now. It's eight o'clock. I need something fast. And so I want to have something I can, you know, just either reheat or pull out the freezer or whatever. So that's how I kind of, I kind of roll. And it doesn't always look that way. Just know that it doesn't always look that way. You don't always have the time to do that. We had a house full of people last weekend, so I did not prep for the week and I, it's kind of snowballs. So just know that, you know, you do your best. And like this weekend, I'm going to, okay, I don't, I kind of want to prepare ahead for next week. So I know it's going to be a, a wild week. So, but I went to the grocery store and, you know, with her in mind, with this um, person in mind, I was like, okay, so on those days that she doesn't want to cook, what options does she have? And so, you know, most people go to the frozen food section, especially if you live by yourself and cook for yourself. So I, what I found was there was a lot of, um, foods being marketed plant-based, which I'm thrilled about. I'm like, yay. Okay. And so of course I, you know, and, and often I'll try to purchase the foods and try them uh, because 
I want to support those companies that are doing that. And so um, I, of course, I, um, Amy's is um, a brand that we have here in California and they do a pretty good deal. I pretty good job. I buy their um, non-dairy burritos that I keep in the freezer, uh, you know, for those, those times where you're grab and go and you can microwave it really quick and wrap it up and take it with you. Uh, she, Amy's also had some meals like pad thai and, um, different flavors with, that was using whole grains and that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, initially I think they'd be good in a pinch. So this is the thing I would not, me personally, they were too high in oils for me, me personally. Uh, they weren't high really in saturated fat, but they were a little higher than I like to eat for the oils. And so, but that said, I think they're a good filler. You can go and, um, you know, on those nights that you don't have anything, have one of those in your, in your freezer to, you know, make your life easy. Okay. At least it was really balanced. It had vegetables, it had grains, had, it was probably very tasty. I didn't, I didn't buy this one to try it. Um, it was a little higher in salt. So, uh, just keep that in mind, but all frozen foods are all prepared foods are. So just, just know that that's what you're giving up. When you take the convenience, you sometimes you get some of the stuff you don't want. So I hope this helps because, um, you know, that's, uh, really read your labels, really read your labels and see what you're getting. And like one of them I picked up and it was like the saturated fat, it had saturated fat in it. I'm like, okay, where's this coming from? So I, I read all the ingredients trying to decide, you know, where the saturated fat was from and it had used coconut. Okay. It had used coconut and that's probably where the saturated fat came from. So I get through, I look at all these different things. I'm like, get ideas that I can pass on. I was in a hunt for, um, uh, non-dairy, um, plain yogurt. And because, uh, I was, I use it, I used it last week and it's, I don't know, I can't always find it. And so I found another brand that I can use. It's, it's, you know, based on almond milk and it's, uh, the plain unsweetened almond milk yogurt to use for like, um, in your mock tuna or to use in like, uh, I use it in falafel, um, sauce. Okay. Where I add dill and various stuff. Anyway. So I was kind of on a hunt at this one particular store looking for different things that I could also use to share with people. But what I got to tell you is then I get to the checkout line and I'm standing there cause it was kind of busy, you know, and, uh, I spy in the, in the magazine, uh, rack, a plant-based magazine. I'm like, wow, I'm kind of glad it's busy right now. I can actually flip through this magazine, right? So I pick it up and I would have bought it, but it was a little pricey. It was like 15 bucks. I hadn't bought a magazine forever. And I'm like, what? How, how can this even be, you know? And so, um, so I quickly flipped through. And of course, what I do is I'm like, okay, it was beautifully done. It really was. It had beautiful graphics. It had some interesting articles. I think they had their health article was about vitamin D, uh, they, uh, but I flipped to the recipes cause I'm like, okay, really, how are they promoting plant-based? And I was really disappointed to see that now, not all of them probably were this way, but the ones I came across were using, uh, oils and a lot of coconut. Okay. Coconut cream, coconut milk, not even, it wasn't even calling for the, uh, you know, low fat coconut milk. Okay. And so I'm sure the recipes tasted delicious. So I was really curious about um, this publisher, this magazine. And so I came home and then I Googled them 
And what I found out is it was nourished plant-based living. And what I found out is they're an Australian company and uh, they're, they're primary, they're vegan. Okay. And so that's where they'll, they use the term plant-based um, because those, those terms are very similar, right? The, they're very similar. And so they use the term plant-based because like I said, I'm seeing plant-based on so many things, so many things right now. And it's because it's, hitting the mainstream. It really is. It's, it's picking up traction. But unfortunately, what's happening is that plant-based term, as it gets more mainstream, it takes on more um, definitions. All right. And so that's what I'm seeing happening. So in my world, plant-based is, yes, it's, um, I like to say it's vegan with a twist, right? We avoid all the animal products, but we also, I also avoid the processed and the oils. Okay, and that are added to food. So for me, the added oils and the coconut that has saturated fat, even though it's a plant food, um, are not something I I um, eat. So so I have to really be careful. You can't just look at the plant based label and assume this is okay. You have to see if it's going to fit your criteria. That's the, the point I want to make. And so it's a little like. Uh, the word healthy, honestly, of uh, the word moderation, it means something different to everyone. Okay. And that's what's happening with the plant-based um, word right now is that, in fact, I'm almost tempted to quit using it because it just means so many different things. I, I mean, th over a year ago, I had this conversation with another dietitian and we were having a little bit of a, a tip over a recipe of, of something we wanted to do um, uh, together. And I was like, that's not plant-based. She goes, well, but plant-based means you just usually you have more plants. And it's like, no, plant-based means you don't use any meat. Okay. And the recipe she wanted me to do had, you know, slightly less meat in it, but it still had meat. And I said, where are you getting your definition? You know? And so, and so what I got really clear on is that people define things that suit their lifestyles. Okay. <laughs> they just do. It's just, it's just human nature. So, um, be clear what it is for you, what it is. And really what you should start with is what is your goal? Is your goal to, um, impact your, um, blood sugars and, and really attack the root cause of diabetes. If that's your goal, then you want to be, um, looking at saturated fats. You want to be looking at oils in foods. Okay. You want to be looking for where that oil might be coming in. Maybe you're sauteing in it. Okay. Maybe the olive oil because, and really look at your recipes, uh, because they can be vegan, um, and plant-based, but still be very high in oils. Okay. They probably won't be high in saturated fat unless they're using, they're using coconut, but they certainly, um, and they may be animal free, animal product free, which is a positive thing. Don't get me wrong. That's a positive thing. Um, but they may not be um, as health promoting as you want. So just read your labels, pay attention, know the difference is what I'm encouraging. And really, it doesn't matter to me. You choose. It's your, it's your gig. Um, I just want you to have the information. So if you have a goal, you work it back and realize how do I get to that goal and then look at what you're eating, okay, and what, what's coming into your, into your house. So this magazine, um, it was, like I said, it was beautifully done. So I went online and I really kind of looked at it more and I love the message. Like I said, it's, it's definitely a vegan-based message 
uh, and but I think they they had some really great stuff. They talk about sustainable, you know, sustainability, and they um, they really focus on the mind, health, um, food, earth, even fashion style and culture. They kind of meld it all into their articles, and and I I, I really liked their approach. Um, it was, you know, really kind of focusing on kindness and compassion for all beings. And um, I liked, I liked that message. And I just was a little disappointed in the recipes. And then when I went online, actually, um, was able to look up some more recipes. And they did have some that didn't have coconut in it, coconut milk and all that. They did have some that were, um, you know, I could just easily, easily leave the oil out of um, and, and use. But you know, I, that's what I love about using um, many of the forks over knives recipes is they, they already are, they're kind of focusing on leaving the oils out. So I don't have to think about it, but um, I'm always looking for new stuff. I, I, like I said, I, I love this message. I love that there's a magazine. I just love that there's a publication that was so beautifully done that people can really start um, feeling support and reading articles that pertain to them that pertain to their lifestyle that they're trying to create. Okay. And so that was a, a really positive thing. So it was Nourish Plant-Based Living. It's an Australian um, uh, based publication and they, you know, it's just kind of this kinder, gentler approach to living, you know, being sustainable and I had some really interesting um, mindful type articles that I think, you know, are very thought provoking. I thought, I thought it was really well done. I just was slightly disappointed in, in the recipes. So, um, so I thought I'd share that. So just with that plant-based term being out there, just, you know, you can start there and then read the labels. Okay. That's what got me. It's like, oh, it says plant-based. And then I read the labels like, yeah, it's not really fits my criteria, but in a pinch, if I were traveling and, um, it was like I had the, the choice of like fast food restaurants or having to go and get this um, frozen food that I could then go back to the hotel and put in my microwave. I would go that route. Okay. And so you just, I just, I think it would be a healthier option, you know, depending on what the, the, the options were, uh, you know, around to, you know, with the fast food, but cause then you can still go and get a salad possibly it's a lot of fast food places. So just another option, just be aware. And um, I hope you have a great day. Talk to you later. Thank you for tuning in today. I know there's about a million ways you can spend your time. And I really do appreciate that you spent some time with me. Thank you. If you got something out of this episode and know someone who would also appreciate it, make sure to share it with them. We are all trying to get healthier in order to live well, and you can show them you care about their health by sharing the, these messages. Want to start improving your health today? One place I like to start with clients is breakfast, since morning habits are the easiest to build. That's why I created a guide called Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugars, which includes easy, delicious recipes for my favorite meals to start the day. Pick it up today for free at page.nutritionwithrobinrdn.com forward slash guide or click the link for three breakfasts to, breakfast to lower blood sugar in the show notes. Thanks again and see you in the next episode.